0: Now listen to Dyke Hewitt Mills.
1: I was just, you know, relaxing, just, you know, taking in some last-minute things about geography. What do we learn in geography? Rivers and mountains, contours and so on. So I was just gathering the last-minute apport. Then it just happened that somebody came around and said, what are you doing here? Are you not you know writing an exam. I said, oh yeah, we are. we're We right. I'll go. He said, do you know the time? They have started the exam. And when he told us the time, in fact, we were so terrified. We jumped out because the exam was starting and we were on the west. Now one had to get ready and so on. That day, it was not a simple thing. You know, when you are sleeping at the wrong time, you can easily get into a whole lot of trouble. I ran I jumped, I did everything. By the time I got to the exam, people were with their papers, everything. But I still had one anyway. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. But the point that I'm trying to make is that when God wants you to be awake, you are not supposed to sleep. Amen. If you sleep at the wrong time, it can cost you.
0: Amen.
1: And that is why I want all my Christians in this church to be active. Youngicho says something, you know, he, he calls his he he active members. He counts his members by the active ones. You see, because if you are a member and you are not active, you are virtually not a member. It's like somebody who does not read and somebody who cannot read. There is almost no difference between somebody who does not read and somebody who cannot read. How many understand what I'm talking about? When well, you go think about it, you, you'll catch later. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So there is very little. So there is, there is almost a little, there's almost no difference between a, a member of the church who is inactive, who does nothing, and a person who is almost a non-believer. There's almost no difference. So activity is very important. It keeps you alive. It, It keeps you at the right place at the right time. Sometimes, you know, we need to be active for the Lord so that we keep out of certain problems. The Bible tells us about David. When it was time to go to war, this man was relaxing in his home and he was walking on the rooftop. He had built a very nice veranda at the top of his roof and he was just going and he saw bachiba bathing. And I mean, if you see bachiba bathing at four o'clock in the evening when you are supposed to be on the army and nobody's around and so on, you have started to backslide. You have started to backslide. And he called Bathsheba. And Batshiba was a very bad girl. Instead of telling the man that he, she has a wife, she has a husband, and I'm sorry, Mr. King, uh, with all due respect, please, uh, with all due respect. She was rather saying, I mean, what an opportunity to sleep with the king. What an opportunity. And there are many young ladies like that. You, uh, you would jump at the opportunity to sleep with the pastor. You would jump at the opportunity to sleep with the president. You would jump at the opportunity to sleep with your boss. I mean, it's just a kind of adventure for you. Woe to you. And that was it. And David backslid. And we have all the problems that David had. But God is telling us that when we should be active, we shouldn't be resting. This is not a time to rest. This is a time to rise up and work for the Lord. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. All right, let's go on. Ephesians chapter 5. Everybody, please turn in your Bible. If you're a Christian and you brought your Bible to church. How many Christians brought their Bibles to church? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Praise the Lord. Amen. And we've been sharing about that for the last three weeks, how to walk circumspectly, and how to overcome circumstances. What is a circumstance? Things standing around. Circumstance. Stance, 2nd circum, isn't it? things standing around in your life and we've talked about all that for a long time so today we want to move on verse 16 redeeming the time because the days are evil amen Amen. Uh, that is a very important thing the bible is telling us to simply redeem the time what does it mean to redeem the time it means to save the time it means to make most use of the time it means to be wise you know, in the spending of your time and the spending of your day and so on. God wants us to spend the time properly. Why does he want us to spend the time properly? Because the days are evil and the days are few. And uh, God wants us to do what we have to do at the right time. Hallelujah. So we are talking about redeeming the time. Tell me somebody, say, the man wants you to redeem your time. Hallelujah. God is saying that you must redeem your time. You must make the most of your time. You know, and uh, there are different times that we want to look at. Number one, we want to, Bible is telling us, when the Bible says redeem your time, it's telling us to redeem every time of your life. Because there are different times in your life. Amen. So it's telling you to redeem different times. When Jane redeem the time, there's a, a particular time in your life, when certain things are happening and God is saying make most use of that time because the days are evil and also because the days are few hallelujah so God wants us to make most use of our time at different stages of our life number one announcement nobody should walk over here while doing service. It, do, never walk here again, all right? It's very disturbing when somebody, you don't know what the person is, Somebody has attacked me like that before. So nobody should walk here. If you walk here, attack the person, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instrumentalists, musicians, this is a consecrated area. Father, we declare sanct- sanctification over this place in Jesus' name. Any unholy being that will cross here May the blood of the Lord strike him, amen, Amen. right, hallelujah, now the Bible is telling us to redeem the different times of our life. number one, you must redeem your youth, the time of your youth, you see as young people there are a lot of things that we can do, as old people there are a lot of things that we can also do. And I want to say to the elderly, in my little travels that I have traveled, by the grace of God, a few places that I have been to. Every time I moved amongst some of the great men of God, I realized that I was like a little child. A little child in terms of age. When I was sitting at the table with Yongicho one evening, I mean, he said, he himself said, he said, it looks. I mean, God is trying to raise up very young people to, to do the work. And he realized that here in our land, Ghana, It is very young people who are pastors and bishops and so on, you know. But if you go abroad to America, when I went to uh, Tulsa, I mean, Kenneth Hagin Jr., he's almost 60 years old, you know. And he has a very large church and so on, similar to ours, you know. But he's not, I mean, in his 20s or in his 30s. I mean, you all know that I'm almost 50, but I mean, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, the man is almost 60, Hallelujah <laughs> how many know that <laughs> so the point that I'm trying to make is that old age has its things you know There, are, I, I was really inspired to see that there are people that are grown up and they really serve the Lord Amen. but I have seen something else over here where you find out you go to the charismatic churches today in Ghana there are many large charismatic churches very large Large but thousands of people come and go, but they are basically young people. Young people. There are some older ones, and the older ones are becoming more and more, and we thank God for them. But it's a lot of young people. In fact, one man of God came and said, your church is a very large youth group. I said, well, your point of view depends on your viewpoint. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. So uh, what I'm trying to say is that at each age of your life, you can make the most of that time. There are people who want to be who are young; they want to be old. There are old who want to be young. But whichever age and whichever stage of your life you are, make the most of it. I want to thank God that in my youth, because I am a young man, and I am not shy of the fact that I am a young man. You all know that, as I told you, I'm at my age, <laughs> but I'm a young man. And I thank God that the better years of my life, I've spent them serving the Lord. I hear life begins at 40. I am, I don't know whether my life has begun or If I tell you whether my life has begun or not, you know my age. But they say life begins at 40. But if you are, thank God, if you are in your 30s or your 20s, that's the best time to serve the Lord as well. If you are in your teens, 16. Because let me tell you, the Bible says the days are evil. Let me show you something. If you don't serve the Lord, you will serve something else. Amen. It's automatic. Notice something. Those who are not in church are doing other things. You take a young person who is uh, nice, like this nice bridegroom or this best man sitting here. or this young man here. Like them, young, strong, hot-blooded, energetic, handsome, with some amount of money to buy uh, donuts and, and your youth for uh, uh, their beloveds or girlfriends or whatever, you know. These people, if they were released into the community, they would do evil. If they were not Christians, I mean, what would they be doing? And I'll tell you that when I look, when you look at Guinness Music for your dancing feet, look at the people, the young people that see they are just dancing, 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 dancing for who? Look at the, listen to the radio stations. Most of it is just unbeliever music. There's very little Chris, there's only sunshine radio that is. All of you listen to sunshine radio. Well, in the evenings they have gospel music, only gospel music all throughout. All of you listen to, don't listen to the other uh, ones. Okay, listen to the gospel. Amen. You must, was, Jesus said, be careful of what you hear. So listen to the gospel side. When his gospel is over, switch the, switch the thing off. I said switch the thing off. I said switch the thing off. Okay. Amen. But I want you to understand that if you don't serve the Lord, you will serve the devil. You will. You will be pregnant. Many men will sleep with you. If you are a lady and you are a beautiful young girl, you just what people will sleep when they see you. Look, there, there are many so called big shots who have no respect for themselves and for barriers of decency with big pot bellies you see them approaching 17 year old school girls in jss uniform people that have cut their hair once we were at leghorn people's fathers are coming to chase people's daughters if you don't keep i'll tell you it's either you are serving god or you are serving the devil. that's what i'm saying redeem the time because the days are able if i was not serving the lord i was not a young man what do you think i'll do come on well, I'll be playing polo. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful young ladies. Some of you, I mean, you can imagine. And some of you already, you've had a taste of all the... If you don't serve the Lord, you will serve something else. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So, in every stage of your life, you must make the most of it. If you are a young man and you are not in the age of marriage, and when I say marriage, you must... The first time you must think of marriage is in university, or its equivalent, whether it's polytechnic or that you start working, because the. But before you are you are there, no, you don't think. If you think about, cast it out of your mind. <laughs> think about God. Pray. Fast. Preach. There is no better time than when you are a young man. Hallelujah. Bible says, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. When the evil days come. What are the evil days? The evil days are when you have to pay school fees. The evil days are when you have to go to work every morning at eight o'clock. So you have to leave, if you stay at Adenta, five a.m., six a.m. All those who stay on those places, they leave home at dawn to miss the traffic. I don't know who missed the traffic because everybody leaves early to miss the traffic. Those who live at Nungua, Teshi, Nungua and so on, they leave very, very early to move. Those are the evil days when you, when you have to work and you have to go here and you go there and go there and go there. When things are not free, you, you have to do so many things to survive. Ah, when the evil days come, when issues of life, funerals, death, I mean the reality of marriage, the reality of problems, issues, money. Those are the evil days. When they haven't come, remember your creator. That's the best time to remember your creator. Because all of the issues and problems of life, the Bible says the days of man are few and full of trouble. It's real. So in your youth, I tell you if you're a young person here, listen carefully to what, if you're a young lady, don't misuse your beauty. Every man who sleeps with you at this stage will not marry you. The person will throw you in the rubbish box like the person throws a piece of toilet paper in the rubbish box or a piece of garbage. They will dispose of you. They'll use you and throw you away. That's the fact of the matter don't take off your blouse for anybody. Say, excuse me, my blouse is not coming off in this room. I command you to make a way where there is no way. I'm going out. I didn't know that this was what was going to happen. And even you shouldn't have gone there in the family. How how do you go with a man at that time? I mean, why why do you go to such a place? Amen. Amen. It's true. As I was just going for dinner, it was uh, said that we should go with him to Hell of the East Restaurant International. And I thought that I would just um, go with him and because I was also angry after the fasting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, after fasting, after fasting, you don't have the Holy Ghost speaking to you. After fasting to you, you can't hear. Young men, let me tell you, you either use your time, you know, chasing one girl after the other. Deceiving yourself, smoking, drinking. I remember one time I was trying to smoke, I got some cigarettes and I was sitting at the back of the house with my friend and <coughs> I started to call <coughs> what is this thing? You would try every kind of bad thing. I
0: just
1: Beer, I tried to taste it, was like <coughs> and you see them advertising it. And you become, there are some people who can drink bottles and bottles and bottles of beer. Their liver has developed various enzymes and various mechanisms to overcome the continuous alcohol intake. It's wonderful as a young person. Look, if you don't use your youth well, Satan will take it and use it and then he'll leave you. You won't go to, when you go to school, when they are are supposed to, the primary reason for going to school is not to run 400 meters. The primary, school for, primary reason for going to school is not to throw short put or javelin. The primary reason for going to school is to learn and to pass because we don't use javelin uh, medal to go to university. I don't know if any of you, I mean, I know some people who are very good at 100 meters and so on, they, they didn't end up anywhere. Well, were you the javelin, uh, what do you call it, in your school? You think if you are using javelin that you throw in and shot put that you throw that is not going to take you anywhere. Of course, it's a good thing. We should all throw javelins and we all throw javelin when we have opportunity. But the point is that this is why you went to the school. That's right. You will learn. When I was in school, the, the guys, oh, you see them bringing their father's car to come and screech. You know, in Achimoto School in the western compound, we have the boys' houses there and the girls' houses there. Then in between, there's a big area. We call it the plains. The plains and come and see people bringing their parents' cars to turn around. I mean, doing foolish things. They, they will turn around, turn around and turn around and turn around and turn And we will all be standing there clapping. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this? What are we clapping for? Ask yourself, why are we clapping? It's a very quizzotic behavior. <laughs> no don't <quizzotes. laughs> Very, very odd and foolish. And, 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 and we, up, we, we uphold and admire things that are Foolish. As young people but we should value the things that are right if you don't serve the Lord some people feel that the meetings are parents if your child is genuinely coming to church service and is genuinely going for prayer meetings and for ministry meeting don't stop him rather encourage him it is saving your child's life because the child when the child doesn't have something to do he will do something else it's as simple as that it's as simple as that when your people sometimes restrict their children from going to the you are rather helping your child when you encourage him to I rather drop him and rather encourage or him. play in him the choir. i'll come and see you singing i just want you to be there because you know if your child doesn't do that he's going to do something else Amen. some people don't want their children i remember one time i was in london and i, I went to see a certain christian lady uh, some Christian family that I knew. It's a family. A group of sisters. They were, I think, refugees or something from Ghana. <laughs> you know, these type of refugees, you know. A modern type. <laughs> and uh, I began to take them to church. said, so let's go to church. Come to church. I'll show them. They will come and so. Then they began to say, oh, my father is complaining. My father is complaining. He said, I shouldn't go to church. He said, oh, no, no, no. What is this church? What is that? What is this? What is that? So one day I went to visit them. And when I was sitting there, I just began to look through their album. And I said, is that you? I said, oh, you see them dancing like that? <laughs> then she was holding a can of beer, dancing and so I said, oh, I see. So I said, you, you used to go to a lot of parties. He said, oh, yeah. So I said, what time were you coming home? He oh, in the morning, like 2 a.m., 4 a.m. So I asked, did your father say anything? Oh, no, he didn't say anything at all. But they're all night. But not even all night, evening service. Not all night. That's when he began to complain. He said, Don't come. It's very wonderful. I'll tell you if you are parents, you are hearing me. Push your child. Right. Our children's ministry must rise up and have things for children. Right. Our youth ministry must rise up and have things for youth. I want my child to play organ on stage. I want, I want my children to play instruments in church. I want them to be in church all the time. It's for their own good. If they don't do that, they will do something else. It's as simple as that. It is as simple as that. Because a young man has got energy. And so our youth must be spent serving the Lord. I thank God. You know, if I'm to die now, I thank God that the better years of my life, or very good years, of, I've used it to serve the Lord. I have not served the devil with not even a day. I've used my life to serve the Lord. I can say that. And how about you? Amen. The next period of your life, we we are redeeming the time, is a time of when you are single, singlehood. When you are not married. You see, those who are not covered by the blanket want to be covered by the blanket. And those who are under the blanket are feeling hot and want to take off the blanket. It's very wonderful. People who are not married want to be married. But I want you to know that when you are single, there there are a lot of things you can do. Sister Betty, would you agree with me? You see, this lady sitting here, Betty, very active Christian sister. I've known her for nothing less than 20 years, I think. Very active Christian sister. You know. When I see her now, and I see her when she used to be single, by the grace of God, she will get to that stage again. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you will not be annoyed with me. (laughs) Because, you see, I'll tell you something. Being single, you are free. You don't have any man who is waiting for you to cook. Carol, from today, in the evening, you have to cook, you have to fry. You have to do also. me I mean, when I go home, you can ask my wife. I, I don't care whether she's a pastor in the church. I mean, that is beside the point. The point is that I have come home and I'm hungry and I want to eat. I mean, it's as simple as that. It's as simple. And there must be food. Say what? Is it also? Ah. There must be some. I cannot there. I don't care whether she's a lawyer or whatever. I mean, if the lawyer is going to worry her, she should resign from the thing and come and cook for me. It's as simple as like that. If the lawyer is going to worry her, she should leave it and come. I'll, I'll look after her. The pastoral one is also worrying her. You can become a shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> look, I tell you, when you are single, it's different too. When you marry in fact. A, a, and some people, and when you when you marry, some people have different things that they want to eat. I remember one time we were having a, a program, a couples night, and then uh, one of the wives asked that. So now, Pastor, if uh, your husband would like to eat something that you are you can't cook, I said, I said, what do you mean by you can't? You must be able to cook. She said, oh, what about if you can't cook it? I said, no, you you can cook it. He said, what, what about if you're afraid of, of the thing that he wants you to cook? I said, what do you mean? He said, what about if your, your husband wants to eat bats? You know, the, the, the bats that are fried. <laughs> 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 have you seen the, the one that the face is like that and is coming? <laughs> 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 you have to, you have to. The thing you are afraid of it, you are cooking it. And it's not a simple thing. So in fact, you young single ladies serve the Lord. I say serve the Lord. Redeem the time. This is the time. This is the time. You ask those who are married the responsibilities that they have. When I see married people, I'm a bit softer with them. The next time that you must redeem is the time before you have children. You must use it. But when the children come, another wahala has come. If you don't take care, it can divide the husband and the wife. When we first had children, I I kept on emphasizing to my wife, my darling, my sweetheart, my baby, my sugar, I am the first. And the baby is the second. I came before, I said, me and David, who did you know first? <laughs> who did you know first? You knew David in 1989 or 1990. You knew me 1982. So who should come first? When the babies come, another thing. So you must also be happy. Amen. Amen. Another time that you must enjoy is the time of your pregnancy. When you are pregnant, when you have your big... There's nothing like a mountain, I tell you. Amen. When you are walking and it's there. Beautiful. Enjoy. You see, I used to... The reason why I'm saying all these things is that as life goes on, you don't know you are, you are having a good time. You don't know that you are in a good until you leave it. When I was in Christ the King, I used to go to Christ the King International School. Just at... Uh, in town. When you go to town, you find it. I remember when I left Christ, I was so sad. And I went to Achimota School. I said, Oh, I really, you know. When I was in Achimota School, I didn't know that it was such a nice school. Till I had to leave. And then I went to Legon. When I was at Legon, I didn't know that God was moving so greatly over there. The we had to come to God, I was so angry that we had to come to Kolebu. And when I came to Kolebu, I didn't know that Kolebu was a great time. Till I left Kolebu. Then I went, now when I look I said, Oh, Kolebu days, when I was a student, medical student. When you're a student, you want to be a doctor, but you don't know that it's better to be a student than a doctor. You don't know. Oh, it's better. It's better. But you don't know. Every time you think that the other time is better, but you must know that where you are now in your life is a good time. You better enjoy it. And make the most of it now. Make the most of your time right now. Because God is blessing you with something now. Hallelujah. Another time that you must make the most of is, I have so many, so I'll just end with your your old age, when you're a bit older, you know. I want to say that grown-ups, there's nothing like being grown-up. Yeah, I'm not a grown-up, I'm a child. But I'm a pastor, and I'm your pastor, if you are even more grown-up than I am. But um, being grown up, there's nothing like experience. There's nothing like fatherhood, motherhood. There's nothing like it. We need it in the church. The Bible says, to Paul wrote to Timothy, said that the older ones treat them like mothers. The older ones treat them like fathers. You see, when you are a father and you are talking to a child and the child is not wise, the child has lost. Because what the father and the mother are saying, you have no idea what a blessing it is. But I want to say that in your old age, you can also serve the Lord. Not even old age, but elder, more older than we all are. How old are you? 20. How old are you? 20. How old are you? 20. Hey, this is a 20 bench. How old are you? 20. Hey. and how old are you? 21. Wow. See, all of them are young people. How old are you? 17. How old are you? 20. How old are you? Excuse me. 20 years old. How old are you? 27. You are the grandfather on the bench. (laughs) How old are you? 24. We are all so young. Look at them. Just go through the church and ask. How old are you? 25. How old are you? 19. 23. 18. 29. 25. 26. We are all young. But we have some mothers and fathers. I don't want to ask the mothers and fathers their ages. But if you are a mother and an auntie and a grandfather and a daddy, that is a great time of your life. Young Cho used to say, he said that when he was young, he used to look at old people and say that, oh, these old people, I feel sorry for them because their life is bad. But now that he is grown, he feels sorry for the young people because of the troubles that he was having when he was young. He's now free of some of those troubles. So it's also a good time. And I'm praying that I'll be an elderly man preaching and I'll be wiser than I am today. And I'll be doing better than I'm doing today as a young man. It's unfortunate that God has to use such young people. But somehow God has to use us. But we, I want to say to the elderly, it's a good part of your life. You have the experience behind you. You can minister. You see, I want to, say, I want, I want to ask all the fathers and mothers here to use your life to Will be a guiding principle for all of us there was a lady who came to preach in our church some time ago she brought two photographs of two of two one young lady and one old lady and she said who is this person and who is this person everybody said that the old person was her and then nobody knew who the young person was he said that this young person is me that is how beautiful she used to be but that's how she used to look and she preached to us powerfully and she said, and what is life? He said, look at me. What where is my beauty is gone? If you are young, serve the Lord. And I want to say, the Bible says that the older women should teach the younger women. Amen. I've come to see that is very true. Older women should teach younger women. That's right. So that even the pastors don't have to always be dealing with young women. I mean, male pastors. Are you understanding what I'm saying today? Yeah? So I'm saying that to the elderly, it's a great time of your life. Amen. Make the most of it. Make the most of it. Make the most of it. Make the most. Another time I just want to say is the time that you are here in the church. Because some of you will travel. Some of you will go somewhere. Some of you will be transferred. This is a time, a period of your life where you are sitting in a church. You are being fed day after day, week after week. Hey, it's a good time. When we say fast, that's... Today there are people here who are going to be pastors of big churches. This is the, you can't, look, now that I'm a pastor, Sunday I can't go anywhere. I am bound. Every Sunday I have to be, even if I am tired, there are times that I'm not even well. I remember during the fast, during the second week, I began to develop symptoms of malaria. What do I do? I'm the pastor, so am I now going to say that I'm not going to fast again? I fasted with the malaria, and the malaria went away after two days. Before you become a pastor, you are free. I mean in a certain sense now you have an opportunity sometimes to learn to receive don't be in a hurry to preach be in a hurry to receive this is a time of receiving it's a time to receive a time to learn if I make a mistake learn from my mistake if somebody else makes a mistake learn from the mistake this is a time to receive hallelujah and make the most of it there are people who have time to receive they don't receive they, they allow the time to pass by and they say, oh, when I was there, what were they doing? What were they doing? What is this? What is that? You've lost it all. You've lost it all. You've lost it all. You can't go back. You can't go back. There are sometimes people who are going to travel and they're going to be by saying, look, get all you can now. Look, when you go and you start it, you can't leave even for one Sunday. It's only when the church develops and there's an extra pastor that you can leave, like when Pastor Robert came here. It's only because they have an extra pastor there. Otherwise, there's no escape. Many of our churches, the pastors have no choice. Whether they have some, I know one pastor. He was in an operation during the week, a general anesthesia operation, emergency, and on Sunday he had to be in the pulpit. <laughs> There's nobody. This is a time to receive. You know, you people don't know. I tell you, you are just receiving the word. You are growing. This is a time is the best, the best time of your life. Suck it in, Hallelujah. Suck it in, learn it, benefit from what God is giving to you. And right the time will come when you will have to make the most of it. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? This is a very good time of many of your your lives here. Young people, old people, single, pregnant, with children. That's also another time. Amen. Maybe you can add that, a time when you have little children. And a time when you have grown-up children. There are people who always want to carry babies. You can't carry babies forever. Amen. A time has to come when it's gone. It's no more. And you have to benefit from all those times. And I want to say, my wife, for instance, I'm, I want my children to grow up. You, my wife, she's a very active Christian. In fact, my wife, the, one of the reasons why I'm married, she, she's a preacher. Maybe you haven't heard her preaching. But you see, because of these babies and all these type of things, with time. But there's a certain period of life. When it comes, I want them to just move on. You will see, you will see some signs and wonders around them.) And many ladies, there's a certain period of your life. Can't you see many of these ministers of state, MPs and so on who are women? Either their children or are grown up or they've passed a certain stage. They are freer. Every stage is a good stage. Make the most of it and God is going to bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift up your right hand to the Lord. Say thank you, Lord, for today. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Today means different things for everyone here. Today for you may be your old age. Today for you may be your youth. Today for you may be your school time. Today for you may be time to receive. Today for you may be time that you are pregnant. Today for you may be different times of your life. Today is today. And God is saying, Redeem the time. Sometimes it's a time that you can be saved. Lift up your right hand and say, Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you for this time of my life help me lord Lord, to make the most of my life in jesus name just begin to thank the lord just begin to thank the lord just begin to thank the lord shall we all stand on our feet please when we walk with the lord in the light of his
0: Word What a glory
1: In While, While we, do we do His Word We abide Hold your hand and say, trust and obey. Trust,
0: trust and,
1: obey. and obey. Yes, Lord, there's no other way to be happy with Jesus. Got to trust. your hand on your heart, and you want to pray for yourself, say, Lord, let me use the time properly. Let me use this particular period as whatever you are. If you are an elderly mother, elderly father, young boy, young man, young lady, pregnant, children, no children, school. Whatever you are, say, Lord, this particular time, let me redeem it. Let me redeem it. Let me redeem it, Lord. Let the devil not have even one day of my life. Let the devil not even have one hour of my life of this season. Let the devil not even have one moment. I want all my days to be for you. I want all my life to be for you. I want all my strength to be for you. In the name of Jesus. Blessed so set be the name of the Lord. We give you praise and we give you honor. In Jesus' mighty
0: name. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more